thank you for tuning in today. I have a special podcast for you on leadership. By the way, Happy New Year, and I hope your new year is great. Let's get started and see if we can't learn something about effective leadership. Welcome to Struggle, Grow, Succeed podcast. I'm Charles Baldwin. This is where we welcome the struggle and then attack it. It is through struggle that you grow, and on the other side of growth is your success. I prepared a five-video series on leadership. If you are a leader or you aspire to be one, there are always things that you need to learn. So let's get started with part one of where leaders are born. Over the next few days, I would like to share with you some golden nuggets about leadership. Do you think that leaders are born or made? Is it a talent or a gift? Is it something that they have learned through training or mentorship? What separates a good leader from a great leader? These are questions that we will explore over the next few days. And if you consider yourself to be a leader, I don't think I even have to ask you to stay tuned for this series in leadership. One of the many traits of a real leader is to read, listen, learn, and take action. Some of the best leaders in the world were not handed a staff and told to go and lead. There are leaders who have had that happen to them, but are they the good or great leaders of our time? There was a recent scientific study that suggested that leadership is 30% genetic and 70% learned. Now these findings for the most part propose that leaders are made, not born. Ultimately, the answer is that leaders are both born and made. A person can be born with natural leadership abilities and others can learn how to be a good leader at work, through training, and from mentorship. Whether someone is a born leader or not, everyone has room to learn new skills and grow in leadership competency. Now, if you consider yourself to be a leader, I want you to first think about the person who inspired you to lead. Did you work for someone or observe a person who was a successful leader and thought to yourself, now that's something that I would love to do. Maybe because of your attitude, because of your quality and your integrity and assertiveness, people just started to follow you. Either way, if you have ended up with a leadership role or you desire to be a great leader, then you're at the right place. There are people who are leading right now who were not leading just a few months ago. There are leaders right now who have captured the attention of many more people than they had following them just a few months ago. What is the reason for that? Todd Stottlemyre said that leaders are born in the struggle or in the setback. Now, this statement suggests that there are many leadership lessons to be learned through struggles, setbacks, and yes, even in failure. I would like to cover just two things in part one of this next few episodes. If you're listening, grab a pen and write these things down. Number one, leaders put the team and others first always. A true leader does not do things that will benefit themselves. Your concern should be for the betterment of your team or the people that you are leading. When you make some kind of a change, that reason should be that it will make things better or make things work better for your team. Be sure that any changes that you make are not for your benefit and that if it's not meant to make things easier on you, but on your team, you will find that sometimes it is actually harder on you in the beginning of change because it's 
then that you're going to have to do more. You're going to have to track more. You're going to have to order more, listen more, and take more action to make things better for those who are following you. Now, nobody said that being great would be easy. Number two, leaders are in the people business. If you are a person who has said that you hate people or people get on your nerves or that people stress you out, leadership is probably not for you. A great leader will do the following things on a daily basis. You will need to see the weakness in your team and develop them. You need to develop them every single day. You will need to know when they are struggling and encourage them and encourage them every single day. You will need to train your people, even in a small way, to make them more knowledgeable. You need to train every single day. One of the hardest things a leader must keep in check can also be one of the best attributes of a leader. You must learn how to talk or speak better to your team. Words are more powerful than a two-edged sword. With words, you can create or you can destroy. Think before you speak. The last thing should probably come in the beginning. If you want a really good winning team, you must hire better people. Don't just take anyone who is looking for a job because you're hurting for help. A great leader looks for team members who have a positive mindset, who fits in with the culture of their organization, and one who is like-minded in their goals. So remember, develop, encourage, train, speak, and hire. Do these things on a daily basis. You are on your way to being a great leader. Now in part two, we're going to cover three more ways to make you a more effective leader. Well, thanks for coming back for part two of where leaders are born. So picking up from the last training, let's talk about three more things that a good leader will do. So we learned in the last section of how leaders will teach better, train better, listen, hire better, and speak better. Leaders will take responsibility. So if you have been in the workforce, I'm sure you have seen a boss at some point that always found someone else to blame for something that went wrong. Here we find a huge difference between a boss and a true leader. Now a leader understands that what he or she does affects others. It will affect them either in a negative way or a positive way. So taking responsibility for something that has gone wrong says a couple of things. Number one, it says, even though a leader might not have had anything to do with the actual mistake, he will take the responsibility for the lack of training. Or perhaps he didn't explain to the employee their position a little better, what they're required to do. Not only does that cause a completely different reaction from the employee or team member, it also sets an example to all those who observe. Most people would rather engage in finger pointing and placing blame on another person. That's the easiest way out of a situation. Now, when a leader takes responsibility, it is proof that he or she is willing to improve in their performance and strive to become a more effective leader. Remember that your action or reaction as a leader affects other people. If you're taking notes, this will be number four on our list. Leaders value words. So words are very powerful, and even more so are the manner and the tone in which they are spoken. Good leaders understand that if the right words are spoken the right way, 
they can inspire, engage, and even elevate their team member. Even though many jobs or positions and careers may have large amounts of stress at times, taking a step back and gathering your thoughts can bring a total different outcome to what could be a bad situation. When a team member or an employee makes a mistake, chances are they're already down on themselves. So to have a person in a position of power to come down on them with the wrong tone can push the employee further down. Sometimes it might push them right on out the door. I don't think that is what we're trying to accomplish. Number five on our list will be leaders are great listeners. Probably one of the most effective tools that you can have as a leader is the ability to be able to listen. Most bosses or leaders don't have any problem speaking. They always seem to have words to say. We have two ears and one mouth for a reason. If you as a leader will take the time to listen, you will be surprised about what you can learn. When we speak, we talk about things that we know. But when we listen, we learn what we don't know. Nothing is more frustrating to an employee than a boss or a leader not giving them the opportunity to talk or explain. So now, if they do explain, it may not change the outcome of the situation, but it always is important to hear the other side explained. If you listen as a leader, it will help you understand where the employee or team member might need more training. To correct a problem is great, but to correct someone's behavior is a true path to growth for the employee and for you, the leader. Welcome back to Where Leaders Are Born. This is part three in our training series. Now this week we will continue with the next three traits of what it takes to be a great leader. If you've been keeping notes, uh, this will be number six on your list. Leaders inspire, belief, and serve. Now looking at the first part of number six where leaders inspire belief, this one is huge. Leaders must inspire their teams to believe in themselves. To help someone gain confidence strengthens not only that person, but it brings strength to the entire team. As a leader proves himself or herself to the team, and the team individually or jointly gains confidence, the next step is very important to be able to win. The leader must inspire belief in the goal and plan of direction for the company. Now, if the leader believes in the direction of the company, then he or she must convey that plan of action to the team. So they will all be able to reach the overall goal of the company together. The second part of number six is to serve. Now, sometimes this can be a real challenge for some leaders or managers. Many times someone who is in charge feels that their employees should serve them. Nothing is further from the truth. A leader who is always willing to serve others creates appreciation. They create loyalty and respect from their team. An example would be something like this. An employee is having a hard time selling their product. It seems that everyone he approaches tells him no, and he cannot seem to overcome the objections. This is the first solution. The manager approaches the employee and tells him that if he can't get the job done, he will have to be replaced by someone who is more qualified or able to close the deal. This is solution number two. The leader approaches the employee and asks her a question. 
I noticed that you've been having trouble closing some of your deals. What can I do to help you? Now, there are two words that sets these two solutions apart from each other. The first solution, the manager tells the employee. In the second solution, the manager asks the employee. Two different solutions to get the same job done. One builds, inspires belief, and serves, and the other, well, it just takes the easy way out. Number seven, leaders will take action. Now, a boss, manager, or owner grows in their role over time. Experience brings them knowledge of their particular business. Unfortunately, many people who end up in this position become so big that they stop being a leader and become just a manager or an owner. To continue being a leader as you grow in the business, you must always count yourself to be as one of the least of these employees. Now, I'm sure that will rub some of you the wrong way, and if it does, then you're probably the one who needs to change. When you feel that you have become bigger and better than everyone who works for you, the leadership quality you have will diminish. Yes, your people will still obey you and they will still seek for your approval, but the way they look at you and talk about you behind your back, that will change as well. There's nothing wrong with being bigger and better as long as you do not start thinking or acting like that you are bigger and better than everyone else. Number eight, leaders have character. Now, as I think about this one, I kind of laugh to myself because we all know that some people in a leadership role are definitely characters, but that is not what we're talking about. Character is mental and moral qualities distinctive to an individual. So who are you when nobody is watching? Are all of your transactions honest and are they ethical? Are you a person who can be trusted with great responsibility? Do you treat all of your employees fairly? Do you keep back information from others in hopes that it will gain you more favor with perhaps your boss? These are just a few checkup questions for you to ask yourself. Having a good character can take years to achieve but only a few brief moments to destroy. Every action you take, every word you speak, should be carefully thought out so that the results of your intention can create and inspire, not degrade or destroy. Hard times comes our way and it's through crisis that we become better or worse leaders. Nobody said that being a successful leader would be easy. Welcome back to our series, Where Leaders Are Born. This is part four, brought to you by Struggle Grow Succeed. We pick up on number nine, leaders never stop learning. A true leader is always reading and learning more each day. They learn from those they lead, they learn from their mentors, and they learn from their mistakes. A great leader is authentic. They learn ways to make their team successful each and every day. As a great leader, you will not say what you think people want to hear. You say things that make an impact or things that make a difference. Many times a manager or boss will only repeat things that they've learned from their managers throughout their career. Even though a manager may have years of experience, it is important to realize that things do change. That includes how we manage and how we lead people. 
We're now living and working in a completely different type of career environment. There is now five generations of people working in America today at the same time. Don't think for a minute that you can manage or lead them all the same way. Learning and educating yourself is up to you. Don't wait on your employers to send you to a conference for you to take a course in management. There are amazing people who are sharing lifetimes of experience and leadership training. If you look for it, you will find it. You have to get out there and you have to dig. Number 10, leaders provide vision. Without vision, people will perish. If you depend on the same path that your store or business has been on for years and you are not willing to change, you will grow stale and so will your business. A great leader will always be looking ahead. They will search for new and exciting ways to grow their team and their business. Let me ask you a question. Do you think that having fun at work is important to the growth of your team? I hope you answered yes. If you think that having fun at work or while doing your work is not necessary, then you are out of touch with your people. And you are out of touch with a major part of what keeps your turnover low. The way to have fun while working requires planning and having other members of your team involved. Part of a vision in business is to make the workplace a second family. You can grow your business by making your customers part of that same family as well. Now, I always used a measurement to know when it was time for me to move on from one job or one career to another. If while driving to work, I had the feeling of dreading going to work, then I knew it was time for me to move on. If you as a leader can keep your team excited about coming to work, you will have a team that works hard, shows up on time, and they produce while they're there. It is so important for you as a leader to have a vision and even more so to share that vision with your employees. Keeping your vision a secret and only allowing a select few to know about it will hinder and slow down your vision. The more people who believe in your vision for your business, the more likely it is to come to pass. The last thing I would like to share with you is very important. Never ever talk about your business as being yours. If you believe in a team atmosphere, then it is important to always use the words we, our, us, in place of my, I, and mine. You know, employees love to be part of something that they feel ownership of. To have an employee feel ownership in your business creates a true team atmosphere. I had a manager once who said that the store or the business was like a baby. It was up to everyone to take care of that baby. Nothing feels better to employees than for them to feel like they were a part of the growth of a business and part of the team who set records. A major part of the vision of leadership is to share that growth and realize that without your faithful team, your growth just wouldn't take place. Share that success with those who have made you successful. And I want to leave you with this phrase, the power of your leadership will start with how you lead you. Thank you for listening today to Struggle, Grow, Succeed, and I hope you enjoyed this series on leadership. If you'd like to see this series in video form, you can go to our YouTube channel, 
That is Struggle Grows Succeed with Charles Baldwin. And you can watch the videos there. Be sure and subscribe to our channel. And we will see you again next time on Struggle Grow Succeed.